0: No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: I'm Joe Kane. I'm Dan Kane. I'm Sal Conca, and I'm Wayne Heckler. And this is the Imperfect Podcast. Don't forget to go to hecklerkane.com and sign up to become an Imperfect Podcast Insider. To the bumper. This week's guest, we spoke with Angelo Calarco, who's an Italian freelance producer and director living in London, operating under the name of Beware the Dog Films. He started his career in Italy as a comedy writer and most recently released his short comedy film, The Cupid's, which is currently on its festival run. It's excellent. It was a good little film. Uh, we got to talk to him and
0: find out, pick his brain about this this new film, and it's really a fresh look on uh, you cool know concept.
1: fantasy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it crosses this world between fantasy and reality, yeah. and it's you know a topic we all know about relationships and love and dating. Um, but there's these uh, you know Cupids uh, yeah. that are back there behind the scenes pulling the strings, and we get to see their perspective, which I don't think anybody's really ever done before
0: yeah right and it's going to be a festival right here on long island, so
1: exactly uh, yeah check out ourselves mm. yep Gold Coast Film Festival, and it Remember was also 11, at the 10, 10. um the soho international film festival and uh you know hearing his take on it uh he did, he worked with a writer, and uh you know there was an interesting problem to solve with this film in terms of making four people on screen look interesting with dialogue, which is something you know a lot of people don't really talk about a lot. It just seems like oh. It just you just point the camera and shoot. Yeah, but there's a it, lot more to it. A lot more to it than that. So let's hear from Angelo and see what he had to say about his short film, The Cupid. Angelo, welcome to the Imperfect Podcast. How are you doing today?
2: I'm very well, thank you very much. How are you guys?
1: Good, good. good. <laughs> we are doing phenomenal. Uh, we're over here in New York. I know you were here recently uh, for the Soho International Film Festival. Um, have you been to New York before or was that your first time?
2: Uh, That was my second time, actually, but I um, was very pleased to be there at the Soho International because the first time I came in New York, I promised to myself, next time I will be here, we'll be here with one of my films.
1: Hey, Uh, hey. there you go. Promise fulfilled. uh,
2: That was great. Nice. (laughs) I kept the promise. It it took quite a long time, but
0: uh, I did it. (laughs) So you're an Italian filmmaker living in England right now, is that correct?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I live in London. In the UK.
1: Yeah, so tell and, uh, us a bit about me... that journey. I'm sorry, I totally cut you off.
2: <laughs> no, no, sorry. sorry. What...
1: I was saying, so tell us about that journey from Italy to London, and
2: oh, well, okay. So basically, I oh, sorry. I came here in London in 2010, so it's almost like more than seven years now, and um, I was one of those. Uh, uh, people that say, "Yeah, let's go in London, let's learn English, because <laughs> at that time I, I didn't speak a word in English, actually, wow. uh, or my English was really poor. So the, the idea was to come here and uh, learn the language and be able to write, because um, um, my, my goal was to be able to learn filmmaking and face an international audience. Because uh, the, 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 the biggest problem of Italy is that not everybody speaks. English so um, so yeah if you are in the um, let me say in the comedy circuit or in the entertainment circuit and you you you, you still um, yeah you remain in, in close to the, the the national uh, circuit while if you want to face an, an international audience you need to be uh, a little more fluent uh, with the biggest um, let me say language that is spoken in the into well, the cinema you're doing. So thank- a
0: gr- Sorry, you're doing a great job. Let me say that. I got to interrupt that. You definitely speak very well right now. <laughs> thank you
2: very much. Thank you very much. I st- I believe I can still improve, but uh, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate
1: it. Of course.
0: And um,
2: so yeah, seven years ago I came here. Um, I started to do a little bit. Uh, at that time, I was more of a script writer rather than a filmmaker. Uh, so I tried to do a little bit of uh, uh, experience into the filmmaking world, so jumping from runner position, production assistants, and things like that, until I opened my own uh, video production company uh, that I kept for uh, with other two colleagues, two two, um, two people, and then I ran it for three years, and then we split up, so we had to close the company, but. Um, I had the chance to start working on this short film, which is uh, Cupid's, mm-hmm. and that's what I've done so far, So apart from my freelance work. Sure. At the moment, I'm, a pre- I'm freelancing and still uh, doing my passion project, which is Cupid's.
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, we, we want to get into Cupid's for sure, uh, but what drove you to start looking into filmmaking and what was your passion? Was it something you've had for, since you were a kid or was it something that you developed later?
2: Uh, no, well, uh, I come from a comedy background. I used to be a, a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I've done uh, almost 10 years of stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. uh, working, I'd say, professionally as a, um, as a comedian. I did some TV as well uh, back in Italy in national broadcast TVs and, uh, and things like that. And, and then, uh, let me say, I, I, cinema for me was always the, 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 the final dream that I consider it the end of my journey, artistically, let me say. Um, so I always had some doubts that I could do it, but I always wanted to try. So the chance to come here in, uh, in London was also the chance to say, okay, now or never. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, that was my biggest
0: So can we put put you on the spot now and ask you to do a little comedy bit, like a 30-second bit?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We have a joke in Italy. I don't know if you – you probably have it in America as well. When somebody asks you a comedian for a joke or or, or, or a little bit of comedy, they always reply something like, okay, if I was a plumber, would you ask me to – Right. Uh, Fix the sink. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, you got you to prove yourself. I'll break the sink. <laughs> there you go.
1: Well, it's interesting too that you you said you know you wanted to find an international audience. You specifically went to London to go learn to speak in, uh, English. And so, growing up in Italy, did you have a lot of um, American or English speaking um, like movies and cinema? Like what what movies did you watch growing up, or what type of comedy did you watch growing up that um inspired oh, yeah, yeah
2: yeah I mean my 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 idols let me say are are all uh, uh American or British mm-hmm. okay yeah I love Italian comedies too but um I don't know I always felt a particular connection with some of the um biggest I know comedy director mainly American ones I love Mel Brooks <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. of course.
0: <laughs> yeah of course um <laughs>
2: Uh, I love the comedy of uh, Woody Allen. I, don't, I know that at the moment is uh, a bit of a trouble saying so, but. Hey,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're still classics <laughs> I, for a reason. I,
2: I, I love his work uh, and there's sure. nothing else you can do about it. And um, so, yeah, I've always been influenced by that kind of comedy. I, one of my dreams would be to come and, and learn comedy from uh, the, the American comedians, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe one day will happen I don't know but uh,
1: have you seen yeah. um, online they do a lot of these master classes now I know there's the Steve Martin, Martin. master class that's people have been talking very highly yeah, about seen, he's one of my personal comedy legends yeah
2: yeah, yeah I've seen some of those and uh, and that's great I mean this, this is the power of internet right and this is the power of the new uh, way of communication so um, yeah since I came here actually um, that grew even more than I expected. So at the moment, the, the even if you don't, if you are not physically there, you have all the um, chances to 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 be able to to do what you, for example, for this to to, to learn comedy from the
1: uh, American comedians. Let me yeah. say, Yep, exactly. Uh,
2: yeah, that's, that's pretty great. <laughs>
1: So how did you start to make the leap from just writing um, and the comedy? So we know you got the funny, right? But to get behind the camera and actually start to direct and do other things, where did you learn that? Did you go to film school as well?
2: Uh, No. I'm self-taught. And uh, basically the the year before I moved in England, I wrote my first short film and um, with um, a good friend of mine that is now a, a producer in Italy called Mattia, uh, Mattia Puleo, uh, we co-directed it, and because it was a way for him to enter into a film, in one of the biggest film schools in Italy, which is the Experimental Center of Cinematography, mm-hmm. um, and that arrived uh, between 160 short film between the first 10, on 2009. So, well, it was, it was a good sign that maybe there was uh, some room for me, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, so yeah, we pretty much learned everything together until I moved here in London and I um I just uh, studied a lot by myself. I couldn't afford a film school at the moment uh, at that time basically. And um so yeah, uh, just a lot of set, a lot of uh, helping friends, uh try to give my best and uh, now I'm I'm even ready to write again.
1: <laughs> I say Yeah, cool so let's talk about cupids and how that story came about so what was the inspiration for cupids it's it's I feel it feel like it's just for me personally just to give you some kudos I think it's a really fresh original idea that like I've I've never really seen before Um, you know so I'm curious to hear like was there something in your life that maybe that concept came from a lot of writers write draw off their own experiences things like this
2: unfortunately I didn't write it myself
1: Ah. Okay.
2: <laughs> this is uh, from a um, very talented British uh, writer called Nick Grills, and I actually met Nick the first year I was here in London in um, a scriptwriter meeting that we used to attend together, and uh, I remember that story and it, it really hit me and uh, I said, oh, "Wow, this is amazing! Please don't change a comma on this. Mm-hmm. This script is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. It's really fresh. I, I like the idea." And in um, three years after. Uh, we we, we kind of lost contact, but um, um, three years later, I used to—I I was looking for a, a short film, a story to 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 produce and direct. And I remembered that story, so I looked uh, up on the on the internet for for this writer Nick. I still had the the, the 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 short the the script on my computer, nice. mm-hmm. and and I wrote him an email. And he didn't reply at, at first, <laughs> but wrote again. I said, "Listen, I'm the guy from the uh, scriptwriter group. I'm not stalker or anything." And uh, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, he replied, "No, nobody did it. Uh, the, the script is up to take." And uh, yeah, and everything started from there. It's not true that we didn't change the comma. I actually helped. Uh, well, I asked them to work together on the script. We kind of. Uh, adapted to some of the ideas that i had as well i tried to put some of my uh point of view in this and then yeah and then everything started from there i think any director
0: puts a puts their twist and everything on it in in any script or else it just won't be natural
2: uh yeah i i didn't do much i i respect so much the work of a writer and i didn't want to make um big huge changes Mm -hmm. but I had an idea about how to shoot it, so we cannot adapt uh, some some parts of the script to that idea, basically.
1: Right. Um, yeah. So let's talk. Is, let's talk about that a little bit, like the camera work and how the look of it um, and the feel and and all that. So, how did you, after reading the script, what did what was your process like for figuring out how you were going to shoot this? Like your interpretation.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the um, the fact is that this was a story with a. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say problem, but a, it's a it's a very static scene, so it was basically four. I don't know if I spoiler too much of the story by saying. <laughs> <this. laughs> anyway, um, let me say that um, the story rotates around the table, uh, with four characters that speaks a lot. Okay. And most of the comedy come from the dialogue of those uh, characters. So uh, the biggest problem uh, was how do I make this visually interesting? Um, And my approach was to actually study and uh, uh, get out a little bit of the classic, not classic, I'd say, um, let me say, I, I, I studied the genre of the film, which was a comedy and a fantasy film, mm-hmm. uh, I studied the characters and I tried to, um, to put all of this together in, in, in a solution to make this, um, uh, this scene less visually static. Mm-hmm. So um, basically we created with uh, the cinematography and the sound as well, um, two words in the same place. And uh, the jumping between the two words was what made the scene a little more dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the choice of the look of the two words uh, was also another, uh, another way for me to do some comedy. Because basically I didn't want to um, represent the fantasy world in a fantasy way. Uh, and the human world, which is the most real one, in a re- more realistic look, I actually switched the two things, mm-hmm. because I thought, uh, well, the, the, the story is from the point of view of the cupids, so the real world is the, is the world of the cupids, while the fantasy one, the way they see the human beings is more fantastic. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what we try to create, like a very um, doku docu- slash uh, TV show look for the uh, cupids' world, and then a more, Dreamy uh, look for the um, for for the, the the world of the humans because it's the way
0: that you could see that world. Yeah, yeah. I think you captured that pretty well. I thought it was well done. <laughs> Thank yeah. you there, very much. There was an interesting <laughs> scene at the end. And I don't want to give anything away. Where two of the main characters are sitting across from each other at a particular table, and I did notice that half of the table was. Uh, colored and lit, seemingly as if it was in the Cupid world, and half of it was lit in the uh, the uh, real world. And yep. um, to me, that's what completely tied everything together. And I went, oh, I get it. And I went back and I had a, I, I looked at it again and I said, Oh wow, because it, it felt natural the whole progression. It yep. felt natural bouncing back between the two worlds. And then that was the one point where I said, That's it. That's
1: that's where it ties it together. So well, kudos.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I really
1: appreciate it. (laughs) And I want to mention you mentioned the sound as well, and you could definitely. So the sound did play a big part Mm -hmm. as well. The music, you know, playing in that coffee shop, um, and you could hear the music in the background in the in the real world. And then when you go to the, you know, the Cupid's world, you could basically now it's like a muted. All the music was muted as they talked over and things like that. And you could. It wasn't just muted. It was more. uh, Yeah, the idea was. I don't know what the effect you used, but yeah.
2: The idea was to create some sort of a bubble, That's a word, like a word inside of another word. I don't know if you have. Uh, I'm a big fan of the um, of, of the TV series *BoJack Horseman*. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In the third season, there is an episode where um, they are underwater, and everything is like really wobbly. All the sound that comes from it is really that. That was the the, the kind of effect that was uh, uh, trying to achieve with uh, Cupid's word because it really felt like it was a word inside of another word. It wasn't two words colliding each other, but it was one inside of the other. Yeah. So that was really, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the sound plays a big part uh, in this, and it was extremely important. So mm-hmm. uh, even for me to,
1: to find that particular sound, was kind of a long process, but uh, we did it. <laughs> I'm sure. Did you do all the editing yourself as well then, and the sound?
2: And... Um, I, ed- I, I did, I did- well, I did the first um, the first cut, and then I gave it to a professional editor who made the the the, f- um, the second cut, and then I still touched something for the final one. So um, uh, yeah, it was basically a two hands, four hands job. <Sure>.
1: Yes, yeah, so you each get to use both your hands. <laughs> Sometimes feet too, yes. <laughs> hey, you so do what you can do. <laughs> exactly. So what was the um you know, planning to do Cubids it? Like I said, it is a pretty original concept. You're on your festival run now. Um how many festivals have you been to or are you still going to this year?
2: Uh well the next one is gonna be actually in Long Island at uh Gold Coast International Film Festival mm. in
1: November.
0: Oh, oh nice. awesome. Good
2: uh exactly the 11th of november at four thirty p.m they have a, <laughs> they have a um date night short i took some notes if you if you can see yeah. um they have a date night short um um yeah
1: nice are you coming yeah. in are you coming back to new york I wish. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I wish. I really wish. We definitely would, uh, me-
0: would have met up with you if you on- did. You know? Honestly, that, that <laughs> well, okay. the Gold Coast Film Festival is um, probably five minutes away from where we're sitting right now. Yeah, it's oh, very right. close. Yeah, right. it's, it's, it's the closest film festival in the area to us.
2: Oh, nice. Um, well, you, you, you're invited to go and uh, see it. Cupid's. I Maybe so. I can find some free tickets for you guys if you want
1: to go. Yeah, well, actually, then we should reach out and try to get press passes is what yeah. we'll do. Well, so, we'll, we'll work that out. But yeah, well, <laughs> Thank you, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> um, and then, so, What, is the, what are, are there any plans then for further distribution or further installments? What, what is the plan for Cupid well, as a concept?
2: Okay, uh, Cupid's has been also a big gym for me. Um i am quite passionate about self distribution so I wanted to try uh a little bit of um of what the the internet allow allow you to do so at the moment the film is on amazon uh okay. so it's it's on amazon u s and uk and also on the platform of vhx which is um a v mail platform actually now mm-hmm. um and the problem is um, well the problem. Um, th- that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to self distribute it and um, finance our festival round with the uh, incomes that comes from it. So we're not gonna take a penny out of the uh, of what we get from the view of the film uh, but we're gonna put everything on our uh, festival round to finance the festival round uh, until the mm, Valentine's Day 2018 where there will be the big launch. Uh, uh online because uh i think that that is the perfect day for sure. the cubits meet the world and our distribution um strategy or our distribution campaign is actually called meet the cubits
1: <laughs> cool.
2: yes. excellent
0: yeah. excellent
1: very cool uh,
2: and still waiting for some replies from uh, other film festival. hopefully it's gonna go well let's okay.
1: see of course. We definitely wish you luck with your future endeavors. You. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Angelo, is there anywhere, you, I know you said it's available on Amazon, is there anywhere, website or other things that you want to tell some folks where to go grab uh, the film and, yeah. and watch?
2: Uh, from our website, so it's www.cupisthemovie.com watch you can go there and uh, watch our film. And also, if you, for all the people that want to stay in touch with us and want to subscribe our uh, newsletter, we also offer them our secret video, which is a mini-doc about how the Cupid has been made. Mm -hmm. And also, coming back to your question, yes, we are trying to develop it into a TV series because everybody we spoke with said that this looks like a good concept for a TV series. Mm -hmm. So at the moment, we have already written the first draft of the the series arc, or the the first season, and um, we also wrote the idea for the second and the third one, Um, and we are rewriting the the first uh, um, season arc because we had some new ideas, and with the idea to uh, reach a proper um, script for a pilot. Uh, When I I say we, it's me and Nick Grills. Gotcha, gotcha. yeah, we would we would love to write uh, the script of a pilot, but, um, for the um, for the launch on Valentine's Day. Excellent. So um, and then from there try to see where the film could go, where the, the TV series could go. It's actually pretty interesting because it finishes. It, it starts where the short film
1: finishes. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So,
2: following well, one or two characters of the short
1: film. So. And sure. you could see how it could play into a, a sure, series because absolutely. each week it's a different couple and a different set of yeah. uh, quirks that the, each couple has. She, she would have gotten her millionth uh, uh,
0: matchup already. but you Exactly. Know. <laughs> exactly. I,
2: did, I don't want to say too much, but at the moment it's more of one human for one se- for each season. Okay. Ah. nice so following the whole oh, that's interesting. interesting, interesting. Uh, yes. See, yes. you're following so many different, there's different, so many different ways concepts, to go. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, excellent. Yeah. And sure. So many Cupids. Right. It. Right. You know the people. That, well, anyway. Sure. Let me just, uh... <laughs> yeah you don't you want don't to say to... too much exactly. no, more spoil- no more spoilers <laughs> I'm
1: sure I'm sure you know, in I, we wish you a lot of luck with the uh, with the concept and I hope things are going well for you um do you plan to travel to the us again for any um, uh, more Showings festivals to... or we're gonna to be at the uh, AFM yeah,
2: I, I, again I wish and I hope uh, that will happen it will depend by which festival uh, will mm. accept the film? Actually, it went pretty well in New York so far. So, mm-hmm. out of four film festivals that accepted the film, three were in New York. Okay. So, I, um, so I think the New York audience like this kind of concept. <laughs>
0: there you go. We, we are New Yorkers, and we did take uh, okay. a look at this, and we were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want to talk to him. <laughs> well, we're a good test market. Yeah, right? there you go. <laughs> exactly.
2: No, yeah, and I love the I love your city, guys. Yeah, so, the, the love is. Uh,
1: mutual make um, like it fork yeah <laughs> awesome awesome well angelo thank you so much for joining us i'm glad we got to connect uh, in real time here and not just on twitter anymore and uh <laughs>
2: thank you for having me guys really i really appreciate the invitation and uh thank absolutely. you for the chance to speak about the film absolutely you it's got all, it
0: our pleasure angelo